This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We had quite the discussion on the show yesterday about the housing market and real estate in BC. And it was because of new research that had been done by a local property tax appraisal firm that showed, according to them, how much equity has been lost in Metro Vancouver because of the drop in the cost of housing. The figure they came up with by using BC assessment information is $90 billion across Metro Vancouver. That is the amount of equity that has been lost. In the city of Vancouver alone, they said the average drop in equity is around $150,000 per household. But of course, some neighborhoods would see a bigger drop, say, than others. In West Vancouver, it was more like $450,000. That's quite a bit. We spoke to Paul Sullivan. He is the property tax agent and senior partner with Burgess Colley Sullivan and Associates. And just to remind you about what he told us, he said this change is happening too quickly. And he believed the provincial government must accept its share of the blame. We needed supply. And, and this government came out and said, we are going to crush the demand. And so that's only one side of the equation. They've crushed the demand. They've crushed the confidence in, in, in the market. New housing starts are down 30%. And we still have people coming to our province. We have people that want to buy homes. And if we, have, if we haven't done anything about the supply side of the equation, what's going to happen over the next couple of years here is we're going to have pent-up demand. We're not going to have homes for these people to buy, and we're going to see the next uptick in value. Okay, that was Paul Sullivan. Now, as you know, if you were listening yesterday, I do disagree with what Paul Sullivan had to say, because all you have to do is go on to realtor.ca and check your neighborhood to see supply is there. There's plenty of listings where the disconnect is between the price that potential buyers want to pay for what sellers are selling. That is where we still have a problem. Now, many of you did contact us yesterday to tell your stories, to have your say, and I have to say that the majority opinion that we heard was listeners saying, you know what? Housing costs need to come down. So this is a good thing. Others, though, didn't think so. They thought this was going to harm people who had bought in the last few years, and that is a legit concern, uh, that it might harm seniors who were counting on that increased equity in their homes as well. And a couple of people who pointed out that, you know, we should talk to Tom Davidoff about this because, you know, he he was wrote about speculation taxes and things that can be done, and I'm sure he's got something to say. You're right. He does have something to say. We wanted to continue that conversation. So just before we came on air, I managed to track down Professor Tom Davidoff from the uh, UBC Souter School of Business. I mean, he may have been in Montreal. That doesn't mean that we couldn't find him, though. And here's our discussion. Well, Tom, thanks so much for being back with us to talk about housing, which I know a very popular subject. We were talking yesterday about the amount of equity that's been lost. The number that was being used was $89 billion. Do you buy that? Does that seem realistic to you? I can believe it. You know, we've had a 10% decline and, you know, we got something like a trillion dollars, I think, uh, in equity. So, you know, multiply that by 0.1 and, uh, you know, there you go. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Do you see a reshaping or a reshifting in the housing market in Metro Vancouver? 
Well, I think we still have a long-run situation of a market in high demand uh, where it's hard to build. So I don't think there's reshaping in that way. I think we're building vertically. We're seeing the condoification of a lot of the land in the long run. In the short run, though, there's risk. You know, uh, we've got slowed down sales. Prices have already started falling. Real estate cyclical. I think we can expect a few more months of bad news. And I think the condo market will be particularly interesting to watch because unlike single family, we actually have a lot of supply coming down the pipeline. Right. There was some criticism with these latest numbers of the government perhaps going too far, doing too much to cool the market. What do you think about that? Well, I think if this government uh, managed to pull off a 10% price decline or 10 to 20% and then see a leveling off, it would be hard to beat that. I mean, prices were too high. There was a major affordability problem. Uh, I don't think people were happy with that. So something in the you know low double digits, I think, would be uh, threading the needle about correctly because you know you didn't want things to keep on the way they were going. On the other hand, you know, you see a 30, 40, 50 percent correction. Uh, and, you know, you're starting to see that magnitude at the very highest end. But uh, for the overall market, you know, a bit. of This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The softening, but not enough to create uh, catastrophe and mortgage loan defaults. You know, that's about what we'd like to see. Right. So you're saying right now it's a very precarious balance, isn't it? It is. And, you know, people will say, well, you know, with these price declines, people are going to build less. So then prices are going to rise. But you know, that's a bit of a funny argument. You don't want prices to fall because then there won't be enough building and then prices won't uh, fall by as much when there's more building. So, you know, it, it's delicate. Usually governments want to see price booms. You know, most voters are homeowners and uh, housing is a very important form of wealth for most people, maybe the most important. And so governments usually root for high housing prices. We're in this very unusual situation in Vancouver where there's been such stress on affordability that we wanted to see a bit of decline. But I think what we've seen in this study is there's not an unlimited appetite for price declines. Yeah, that's true. Now, um, when it comes to the speculation tax, lots of discussion about that. I had some real estate agents yesterday really criticizing you know, the government for doing this. What do you think? Is it, is it doing, do you think, what it was intended to do? Well, I think this report implied that it did, because if you think about what changed in the middle of 2018, when all segments of the market started to be weak in Vancouver, condo as well as single family, the speculation tax is the big local change. Mm -hmm. There's also the stress test federally, but I think the speculation tax probably has had some impact uh, in generating declines throughout the market. And, you know, do we think it's a disaster if people who don't make their home in Vancouver and aren't landlords find it a little harder to buy property here? Uh, I don't think that's uh, catastrophic, but of course, other people may have different opinions. Are there enough? Do you th are there too many taxes now, do you think, uh, on the housing market? Or is this what it's going to take to cool it down? Well, you know, from a social science 
perspective, there's too many taxes because it's very hard to disentangle what caused what because we've mm-hmm. had so much thrown at the market. From a perspective of society, I think, you know, we long ago just had a different tax system and just said we're going to have high property taxes, but we're going to have low income and sales taxes so that we reward the workforce but punish real estate investors in the tax code. We never would have had the problems that developed. On the other hand, politically, once you've got low property taxes, nobody wants to jump to everybody who's a homeowner pays higher property taxes politically. So you're going to have to dance around that and sort of find the kinds of buyers who you really want out of the market and tax them differently uh, from everybody else. So I think it's almost inevitable that if we're not going to do wholesale property tax, general tax reform, you're going to have to nibble around the edges and take a bunch of nibbles until you get things right. And how close do you think we are to getting things right? Like we're nibbling right now. How close are we, do you think, to finding that right balance? You know, I think uh, certainly if I were the uh, NDP, you know, Carol James, I, I'd dial it back now and just say, all right, let, let, let's see how things evolve from here because you don't want to see that housing crash. I don't think Vancouver is now a very appealing place for rich people from all over the world to park their money in real estate. And I think it was a couple of years ago. Uh, so in that way, I think there's been a significant change. So if that's what people were looking for, then you can call that aspect of it a success. I think so. You know, I mean, I, I just I think it is true that people were buying houses at a fairly rapid clip uh, as uh, something other than a primary residence for breadwinners. And I think that has really slowed down or even, you know, close to stop. So I think that was something people wanted. And I think it's what we've gotten. Right. Because there clearly is still demand out there, right? Because there's people looking for houses. They're just not buying. They're kind of waiting on the sidelines until the price comes to something that they think is more acceptable. So how many, how much longer do you think we're going to have this kind of stalemate in the market? It's very, very hard to tell. You know, if it was just uh, demand and local sellers, I think looking at the U.S., if you think about the real prime markets like the San Francisco's and the Boston's when they had the housing downturn in the 2000s, It didn't take that long, you know, something like a year or two to hit bottom. Uh, But what we have is this looming condo inventory. Now, the condos have all been pre-sold, and they were mostly pre-sold a long time ago when prices were lower. But some of the stuff that started in 2018 is going to get built, and the people who bought the pre-sales might be down 30 40% uh, versus what they paid. And I just don't know how that's going to shake out. So we still have another maybe couple, a year or two to figure out what's going to happen. Uh, well, uh, you, you really never know in the short run. Again, the long run, I think, is rosy for Vancouver. I don't think there's any doubt that the next couple of months are going to be rocky. But when will hit bottom? Very hard to tell. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was something like November of this year. But it also, given what's going on in condos, I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple of years of weakness. All right, Tom, thanks so much. Real pleasure. Thank you. That's Tom Davidoff, economics professor at UBC Sauter School of Business.